What's up, exchangers? Welcome back. This episode, we're doing all things HBCU again because it's homecoming season. Well, depending on what HBCU you go to, it wouldn't be your homecoming yet. But this month is ours, and everybody knows that October is homecoming season. That's when all the things kick off. But due to Rona, we are stuck. We ain't having no homecoming this year. So we're going to reminisce and we're going to take it back and just go with some memories, some fond things that um, spark that HBCU spirit back up in you that you never really lost. All right. So tap in. All right, so we're back. So we're going to kick it off with A. And so A is admissions and academics. Admissions plays such a vital, vital role in just everything of the HUCU. They handle the processing, um, you know, when you get your letter and the deposit and all that great stuff. And even coming if you are able to come and do a parent day or uh, before you come to the HBCU that of your choosing, you can come and explore the campus, which is great. And also A is academics because that's what you're there for. And ultimately, whether you change your major a million times, that will be what gets you through. All right. B is for Bulldog Connection or as you know, or Blackboard. Bulldog Connection Blackboard is important because that's how you see whether them scholarships are processing um, and how you upload your work. It's essential. All those things are essential. And also brown liquor. If you don't know anything else, college will definitely tell you whether you're a brown or white or a non-drinker, whether you're sticking with the seltzer water, that type of thing. It will definitely let you know. And to touch back on Bulldog Connection and Blackboard, like Blackboard is a trip, too, because you you will do an assignment sometimes and it doesn't op- upload or your teacher told you to be there a certain time and then it's not. And then they might be like, oh, well, y'all got a zero. And it's like, nah, 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 nah. Why are you uploading this this thing on Blackboard when you know it's going to be acting crazy and you know we all stay on campus and it's not going to work? Also, Bulldog Connection is um great to see with classes, um ad drop, and all those different things. Now, I don't know what you might call it at your school, but at ours, it was Bulldog Connection. So let me just tell you, those th- two things will wreck your life. But it's great when you get that refund check, but we'll get to that later. Number three, well, number C. Uh, is calf. Listen, the calf is essential. It's where it's like the like a daily meetup, and you feel so offended when your friends go without you because you're like, wait, y'all went to the calf without me? Like the betrayal, the betrayal of my heart. Like, <laughs> it, like how can y'all do that to me? And so you might have to go to the calf by yourself. But also, it forces you to get to learn other people at your school because. Um, I know I had a set group of people I usually go with, but then I started realizing, okay, well, if they go before me or if I miss it or if our classes aren't the same, then I can get to know different people at school. And by the time you are a senior, you will definitely appreciate all of that. You know, also seat for C is coronation. Um, whether you have a king or a queen at your school, 
Coronation is a great thing. It um it allows you to dress up and participate in the history of your school. For me, I felt like it was like the experience of seeing royalty royalty at your school because a lot of people go to different schools that aren't HBCUs and they may have the homecoming queen or homecoming king or whatever, but it's typically not a black person. And it's great to be at a school where every year it may be any race of a person who is representing and you get to go partake in that um, excellence. So that's really, really, really dope for um, D dorms. Ooh, <laughs> the dorms is where it goes down. I shake your money maker, don't let that money maker. I shake that money maker, don't let that money make it. Oh, shake your money maker, don't let that money make it. I shake that money maker, don't let that money make it. Yeah, I shake that money maker, don't let that money make it. You know I contemplate you. The dorms are where you get to know yourself and where you get to know people, whether it be entanglement, spade games, brown liquor, a little puff puff pass, whatever it may be, dorms are essential. Now, as for me, I lived in a co-ed dorm and everybody doesn't get to do that. But if you can, it is amazing. Um, But there are co-ed dorms. There are all male dorms. There are even the upperclassmen dorms, which some people get to sneak in and live as a freshman. But I will say this. I think it makes you too grown too fast. You see things too quick when you live over there. You know, for us, the upperclassmen dorms were Huguini. And that's that's where you grad that, you know, you graduate to that, graduate to that. But to go through that freshman dorm experience is absolutely amazing. You know, for E is student elections. Um, Wow. Whether it be presidential or student elections, um, it is. It does really change your life forever. I was so blessed to attend my HBCU while Barack Obama was president, well, got elected. And a lot of us were able to vote for the first time um, or the second time while we were um, in college. And that's just so amazing. Like, feel how you feel. But that moment, that moment was um, just extraordinary. As far as going, getting back into the mess of student elections, student elections, um, elections, student are um are absolutely crazy. I only participate in elections once and I did when um I was so blessed to serve um in the Mr. capacity at my university. Um but definitely I would any advice I would give if you are still in college and you're listening to this, um just stay stay yourself. If you if you're you you stay genuine, people remember that. And when they go in and vote, they're gonna vote with what they feel. And whether if you truly about leadership in the world and on your campus, it doesn't matter if you win or not. I think a clear indication with some people is that when they don't win, then the leadership just stops or they stop getting involved or, you know, or they feel they need to stay a couple extra years to try and run and win something else. And they still don't do nothing with it. It's just listen, what really matters is the impact that you have on people and then tra- and then translating that into transferable skills that you can serve in the world. 
because you can't keep reliving through those four years and thinking that will justify the trash afterwards or whatever comes afterwards. You got to keep moving. You got to keep growing. Um, So that's important. F for Loco. Listen, is your is your freshman year experience or is your college experience even worth talking about if you never had four Loco? Like that was that was um a clear part until we learned what it does, but that was a clear part of our um of our freshman year experience. Also, fried chicken Wednesdays, fish Fridays, and football games. They all go hand listen, it all goes hand in hand. Fried chicken Wednesdays, listen, that day, one of my favorite days. But I did like fish Friday, so you know what I'm saying, because you know the fish at our school is good. Um but man, 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 man. In the football games, it was like a, it, not even a trifecta because, well, yeah, you could say a trifecta because you got fry fish Fridays, then you hit the football games on Saturday, and then on Sunday you might get some soul food. Uh, I mean, listen, just three glorious days all in a row. And, um, oh, just, just so, so, so amazing. G is for group walks. Listen, not for your safety well not even for your safety but while you still getting to know your campus and you still getting to know the area as for me i know i was in a, a strange town that i had never heard of and had never been to i just knew that the school i wanted to go to or decided to go to was in this town but group walks are essential so we did end up finding this place um in Orangeburg called Chinatown and you might have a Chinese restaurant at your HBCU that you did. Again, this is just us well me reminiscing on HBCU through the ABCs, but your experience may be completely different, but we used to walk to a Chinese restaurant called Chinatown. And this Chinatown spot was very 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 unique. Uh, <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. Yeah, we want to sing Christmas carols to you in Chinese. I was so fascinated because I had never been to a Chinese restaurant that had black girls answering the phone and then they would yell back the orders in a Chinese accent, so you call, like, if you call, or if you come to to get your food, they'd be like, uh, chicken wing fried rice, and you'd be like, ooh, like, I've never seen that in my life, it was at all the Chinese restaurants, like, there was a black girl, um, there was a spot that sold red wing, red wings, like, going towards the mall, and there was a black girl there, and then, it was, Chinatown had, like, every spot, and you call, and I'll be like, I had ne- I never seen nothing like this. It was fascinating. And then they had the kids in there. And sometimes the kids would be um coming there. When you come in there, they'd be taking your order, too. You'd be like, this is such an interesting place. <laughs> like, this is just this an interesting place. So, um, yeah, so that was G for group walks. So, you know that H is for homecoming.
you know, homecoming is one of the most unique experiences you'll probably have at your HBCU. And although all homecomings are different, we're all tied in and bound by our, our same traditions. And that's what makes it beautiful. As far as uh, my homecoming, my first homecoming was so dope. Actually, our class is the last homecoming to have homecoming without the fences, where it was just like, it's always open to the public, but where there weren't fences blocking every aspect of the campus. So it was really just like definitely community, um, a co- huge community homecoming. And it has since changed. Um, you know, homecoming is a lit no matter what, but that was a really, really, really a lit time. But homecoming is dope because people come back, you're meeting all kind of old heads. It's really a great time um, to network. Um, the dorm step show is, matter of fact, that homecoming week is just, that's a crazy week. Um, but still get your work done because them teachers will be holding you accountable. But um, homecoming is just a dope week. Dope week. You meet, um, you have the Greeks, you have the old heads coming back. The campus is extra lit. People are just in a good mood. You know, the band is practicing. You're excited to see what homecoming show they're going to bring. Um, you're excited to see what school is coming. Like um, I had the pleasure of actually having a homecoming where it was us against FAMU. And that was like such a super dope homecoming because FAMU's um their team like everyone they saw they travel so anyone that supports them the old heads they travel as well and everyone brings their RVs they grill and then oh man all the all the old heads and RVs are giving you food drinks like you don't have to want or need for anything like it's really I, I just speak for our school is really a huge 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 wrapping like wrapping their arms around you and making sure that you're good. You could literally probably show up at our homecoming with like no place to stay, no food, no money. And you're going to be good that Friday, that Saturday. Well, not. and then maybe part of Sunday, but definitely that Friday and Saturday, you're going to be good. You're not going to want a need for nothing. And that is a beautiful thing at HBCU is um no matter which one it is, is that it is the community building it is the the building within the community of itself on the campus because it's two different aspects. It's the community outside of the HBCU, which really can define it as well. But then there's the community on the campus. There were so many times where there would be stuff going on in Orangeburg, but we had our own world at state on our campus. And I'm pretty sure it's the same way for you at your HBCU. Now, I could go on and on and on about homecoming, but you know what it is. You know the vibes. It's just a great time. And it really, really sucks that we're missing it this year. But whatever little money you were going to take to go to your HBCU for homecoming, send that to them. They really need it now more than anything. Um, $100, $150, whatever it is. Send it to your HBCU or give it to a student that you know is in need if you don't, you know. So it's just it's important that we support our HBCUs. All right. For I, international students, every school had them, or at least I hope they did. I was blessed to live in a co-ed dorm with a large international um student population. Now, of course, we had everybody. It was a honors college, basketball, well, sports. Um, I mean, every facet in our building. But as far as our building, it was um had a large international um group and it was people of all different walks of life, all different cultures, all different languages. And that's why when people say that HBCUs aren't diverse, I'm like, where? 
because like our tennis team was um what all white and mainly all international um it it just it, it doesn't make sense to me when people say that but anyway international students definitely will change the culture of your campus it allows your mind to expand without you even having to travel abroad whether you have a passport at that time or not international students can bring you different outlook on world um on world topics world views currency um how things are in their nation and then what's great is you can take you can take that knowledge when you travel and then they can take that knowledge if if and when they go home and it's just a beautiful merging of um of cultures because we're all black people, but our black experience is not a monolith. So I think it's really, really dope. And um it, it's just it doesn't get talked about, but international students are really dope and really play a huge part in the HBCU experience. All right, for Jay, it's junior year, of course. And you know, junior year just it really takes a lot out of you. The heat just gets amplified higher in junior year, just in my opinion. You know, whether you're taking, um, carrying more credits, um, whether it be you moving off campus, some people choose to do that. And once you become a local in your own town, it complicates things. You're dealing with real, real shit. Now, as for me, I chose to stay on campus all years, even grad school. Um, but for some people, they move off and that complicates things even further because now you're dealing with the, um, HBCU world and you're dealing with the real world too, at the same time. Um, you're dealing with love, you're dealing with messiness and it's no way you can go to HBCU without people being messy. Trust me. Um, so just stay out the mess, but things get heavy, 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 heavy junior year. And then it has people questioning whether they even want to stay in their major, whether they want to change it. Some people even transfer. Their junior year, they've given the freshman and the sophomore, and then they'd be like, you know what, I'm out of here. Um, so junior year is very, very complicated. For some people, it was a breeze, you know what I'm saying? Um, some, you know, but for for the rest of us, nah, the heat had turned up like it had me questioning my my whole life. You already know K is for kickbacks. You know the vibes. As you matriculate um, or begin to go through your HCC experience, you the club doesn't have the same draw it did now. Although in in, in our in our school, the club was always a little. I'm sorry, you know some people are like, oh, I'm getting too old for this. Getting too old for what? Listen. <laughs> It was, <laughs> oof, I'm sorry, I'm having a flashback right now because, listen, good times. But there are times where you don't want to go to the club and we have kickbacks. And the kickbacks was lit. Listen, I, listen. if you ain't been to a pink house party, I don't even know if you could even call your, call yourself a real bulldog like that. I mean, I don't know. But whatever it was at your HBCU, kickbacks were essential. That's where you're getting free drinks. Good times. You can hardly breathe. Don't wear no shoes you don't want to get stepped on. Don't wear no clothes you don't want to get sweated out because that's what's going to happen. That is what's going to happen. If you can prosper at a kickback, kickbacks are um are really, really, really 
a good time. And then the thing is, if you get along with like a good majority of people, then you can go to almost any kickback. And that's the thing. Like, don't don't go into your um don't go into HBCU experience or I hope you didn't go into HBCU experience um segregating yourself from um from certain groups of people because you need to be cool with everybody. You need to be cool with the band so you can go to a band party. You need to be cool with the Greeks so you can go to the Greek party. Like don't be you know some people go in it and be a loner and that just takes the fun out of it you know what i'm saying so definitely try to meet different diverse groups of people so you can go to all the kickbacks whether it be in the suites or you know whatever just kickbacks are um a central part of college life very 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 essential now l is leadership that is um first and foremost the most important thing um the the leadership at HBCU can really define it. The presidents, the vice presidents, all that matters. And I won't harp on it too much um, I'll, to take my personal feelings out of it. But the schools need to become a little bit more intentional in the type of leadership um, that is leading HBCUs. I think we've gotten to a point where people feel like, well, you know, that we're in not indebted, but sometimes you worry about tearing a person down, but it's not really tearing them down. It's giving them criticism. And I don't believe in allowing a person to maintain and stay in a position just because um, they know so-and-so or um, or because you like them. Yeah, you could like a person really good. They have a really good personality, but they could not be the right leader for your school. And leaderships, leader, uh, leadership breeds excellence at your school if your president is trash then what do you think is going to happen at your school if they don't have the vision for school and if they don't love your school see what happens is people bring in what they think will be great leadership to an hbcu because this person has done this and they're recommended by that and And the person didn't even go to hbcu or doesn't even love hbcus i've i've all i don't know I've often believed that the person leading your school, your HBCU, should be, it doesn't have to be an alumni, but it has to be someone that actually cares about the future of your school. Someone that's willing to even take a little cut when your school is going through hard times to make sure that there's new updates in the dorms or that air conditioning units need get what's done or uh streets get a little paved we have a person that's gimme 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 take 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 then you're going nowhere fast and that's why you see and then what happens is if your school is a public hbcu that business that news is out there and then everybody forms their opinion on it um so but on the flip side you know i chose my words carefully with that because i feel i got my own personal feelings on on it but but the flip side to that is leadership on campus is amazing. The different um, positions you can have breed future leaders. All the leaders in the community now that I see, whether it be whether they be lawyers, um, community activists, all the people I went to school with, and even myself, that was the breeding ground of our excellence, serving in the in whatever capacity and serving the community in different ways, and it bred great leadership within us, so that. Maybe in another 20 years, when we are HBCU presidents or vice president of this or whatever that we have those real experience and experiences and we keeping our heart pure 
because everybody don't have good intentions and you must have pure intent in whatever you're doing, especially when leading an HBCU, being tasked with the head leadership position. All right. So, you know, M is for the marching band, an essential part of your HBCU experience. That one is kind of self-explanatory. Marching band, um, whatever band was at your school, you know that them being at a football game or them being at any type of event or them practicing all night long was, it's just moments that now as an, as a grown full adult, you'd be like, I miss being in the dorms and watching um and watching the band like practice all night or or periodically throughout your day when you're going about your business, just watching them do their thing. So. That is um, definitely a big part of the HBCU experience. All right, so now we're on to N, which in my case is Nance Hall. Now, listen, I understand that this not might not be like your experience, but picture Nance Hall being that building you had to get to that was far away on the other side of campus. So we stayed in the dorms that were towards the end of the campus, so towards the football um towards Buckley. So basically that was at the end of the campus. So Belcher, Nance, all that, and MLKL Auditorium was at the front of campus. And let me tell you something, when you were running late to class, it was no joke. Sitting in them boring ass government classes and math classes. <sighs> or here was the worst part, you know, as you were, fr- when you're a freshman, you know, and listen, a lot of this was before smartphones and all kind of shit. That's what I'm saying. These kids would never understand like sometimes your ass will walk all the way to Nance only for there to be like a uh, like <laughs> a loose sheet of paper. And they'd be like, oh, she ain't coming. She said, um, she said, sign your name. And you'd be like, what the hell? I done got up, shower, put on a decent outfit in case I see, you know, you see an entanglement on campus or whatever. Only to get up here for your, your ass to not even be teaching the class. Like, oh, my goodness. But the plus was, when they asked us to teach your class, the calf was right across from Nancy. You'd be like, damn, okay, shit. We going to get breakfast as a crew. So um, definitely, definitely a lot of memories of walking my ass to Nance. Um, so, oh, it's definitely for OJ the Juice Man. Because I had no clue, like, who this was until I decided to go to college in the South. I became a lifelong fan of OJ the Juice Man at college. It's, it's no way I would even know who the guy was unless I went to college in the South. And that was an era that was like really, really exclusive to Lil Wayne, Gucci Mane, OJ the Juice Man. Like, There's no way you could go to Club Eclipse, which was the local spot where everyone, 
everyone, I don't care who you were, you have gone to Club Eclipse um, for college night. And so those were the songs that would be played. And I was like, I never heard this stuff before. But I became so entrenched in it. It became like a real Gucci. Like Gucci is one of my favorite rappers because I went to state. If I didn't go to HBCU, I don't I don't know. If I even went to like Gucci was SC State. Gucci was SC State. He is, Gucci, OJ Juice Man, and Waka, but we'll get to him later, are integral, integral parts of the HBCU experience. And if you were blessed to go to college in a Lil Wayne, Gucci Man, OJ Juice Man era, then you are the last of the Mohicans because it just don't exist no more. It ain't the same no more. And um, yeah, really, 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 really dope times. P is for probates. You already know the deal. Long story short, people disappear and then they come back. So just enjoy the experience. Whether your school did it in the form of you pay and you come and it's a party afterwards or whatever it is, probates are always dope and it breathes new life into the school because it breathes um, new members of an organization. And if you are lucky to have, um, well, for us anyway, we didn't even have when we were freshmen, like there were no Greeks really on campus like that. Greeks didn't come back till later. Um, and then you got to have that experience. But if you were blessed to come into a situation where you had all the Greeks on the campus, then you know how important it was um, to the aspect of um, community building and to have new members who breathe new ideas and new way of giving service back into the world. So there's that. All right. Next for Q. It's the queen. It's the queen of your university who can lead the charge and the legacy and traditions of pushing um your school out there into the forefront. Miss USA 2017 is District of Columbia! We have the unique experience where our Miss South Carolina State went on to become Miss USA 2017. And all the breeding ground of that excellence was at South Carolina State because you compete in pageants, you go through interviews, you do all that. You have um, a lot of public appearances you have to do along with the royal court that prepares you for leadership at the next level. So, you know, and in that spotlight, everything, you know, your university that you attended, they get the spotlight, too. And that's one of the most beautiful things about attending HBCU that I've realized is that. When I'm doing good deeds in the community, in the world, when I'm serving in capacities, when I'm the only um, black man in the room and I'm representing and, you know, correcting, let you know, it's not USC, it's South Carolina State University in Orangeburg, South Carolina. And that um, being there, being visible, that gives um, excellence and it tells people about your school and it has people um, and invokes um, a curiosity that makes them want to attend, send their nephews, their nieces, their cousins all of those little things are important. All right, so we're getting to R, which is road trips. Now shut up and drive. Shut up and drive. 
And then, you know what? Actually, we're going to make this a twofer. We're going to call it refund checks and road trips because refund checks fund that road trip, baby. And it's important. So, look, so you usually get your refund check um in October or well, at our school, you did right in time for homecoming season. So it's perfect. You know, you get you a few new outfits. Da, 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 da. You get to go on road trips. It's amazing. Road trips are essential to your HBCU experience, whether you're in a car or whether you're flying or whatever, traveling to different schools. Why? Because you're building connections with these people. I have friends from all the different HBCUs all over the country. And what happens is when you road trip, you meet them, you meet their friends, you network. And how it helps you is when you graduate, let's say you get a job in Louisiana and you road tripped and you are you visited Dillard um, and Xavier. When you go back down there, you f- you reach out and you connect and like, hey, I'm living in Louisiana now. They will connect you. It's important. The connection is important. And you only gain that experience through traveling. Um, Lincoln, Lincoln University um, in PA, they have their Spring Fest. Really, really dope on campus experience. A really good food too. that fried shrimp. Mm. Ooh, that was a moment. But anyway. Really dope experience on the plot. You go there, you bond with people, you meet people, and you're connected. Six degrees of separation in the in life anyway, but definitely road trip and travel to different HBCUs to gain that experience. Do not, do not have the only people that you can call friends and network with and live in the same city with everyone you went to school with. That's born that you don't grow that way. So road trip. And even after you graduate, continue to road trip, continue to um, visit other schools and network, 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 because your network is your net worth. And that'll definitely help you when you graduate and even after you graduate, even now. So it's important to do that Um, for S is senior year. It's finally sprung on you. So what you going to do? such an important year whether it's your senior or your super senior or your super super senior or your super 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 senior year um for some um the senior year is important because um it really is the last year you're going to be around people like that in the class weekly um forging those memories you have because the real world is awaiting you um even I, if I if I look back, I guess well, I had no choice because I was in my internship. But I really wish I had slowed down um, a little bit more to really enjoy those moments. Because the next thing you know, you're sitting in a hundred degree weather in that hot ass cap and gown, um, looking at videos with Crystal of uh, Brian McKnight. So let me show you how you pussy talk while the speaker is getting ready to call your name for graduation. So um, and it hits you like, damn, college is over. And then you then it's when you enroll in grad school and you get to have the college experience all over again, you know, but harder because the classwork, um, the coursework in grad school will slap you um, upside the head. But anyway, that um, that is senior year is it that um, it's important. It's, um, it's important. Just really hone into it. And um, you don't get the college experience back. It's great. Um, you just really got to um, I really wish we had. um enjoyed it more even more like it went harder now that we're older i wish we had went harder in our senior year did more things you know what i'm saying like 
Yeah, 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 definitely. But um, uh, senior year. All right, so so we're moving on to T, which is talent. There is extreme talent at HBCU. Amazing talent. I realized how dope and how talented the people at my school were right away. My SOLs were Chastity and JR. And quite unique, a unique story right quick is that JR became my predecessor for Mr. and my frat brother. So that, I mean, that can only happen at HBCU. But anyway, the SOLs the SOLs would perform this play that um at our freshman week, which was freshman week um used to be a whole week, and we would be there before upperclassmen hit that campus the Sunday. So we would get there like we would get there Sunday or Monday, and then they would get there um, the following Sunday. So we had a whole week to explore and kind of bond and throw our own kickbacks and do our own thing. But the SOLs would perform this play for us. And um, I forgot the name of it. Damn, it escapes my mind. But anyway, really, 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 really dope play. And it would give you insight to some of the things you're going to deal with um, throughout your college experience. And it was just amazing. And then also... AK side would do AK Seidel. So um and that would be when people would come and perform and do their talent and people would get up there and I guess they would tell their friends, Oh, you could sing, girl, you could sing, go sing. And um then listen, it was a tough crowd at our school, so this is where your um your talent would um really show. So there would uh, I know um Karim and Clifford Cartel would perform. Um these are people who I have met and become friends with and have developed bonds with and all from us all sharing our different experience on campus. And um, Mark Clark, different people, so many performers, Nash, so many performers that would showcase their um, their artistic vision and what they could do on campus. And they really have less, left their mark and their legacy um, at our school. So, so much talent. At not only our school, but HBCUs across the nations. So, you is for unforgettable. The times, the moments that you share with people are unforgettable. Hold on to that. There's there's not a price you can really put on that. Um, you have to document as much as you can. Video. Don't don't make don't let anyone make you feel bad about taking a thousand pictures, a thousand videos. Because when you graduate and when you're done with your college experience, you're gonna appreciate looking back on on those times. Like I look back, like I had, um, what was that sprint, like a sprint slider phone. Like I looked at a picture. I said, yeah, listen, we're going to come through some tough times. And not only that, the fact that we had used to have to do it on call on twin beds. Oh my God. And by it, I mean, studying, you see where your mind is at in the gutter. Listen, we didn't come a long way from twin beds and sharing rooms and sharing apartments. We full grown now, but it would be like I would give it all up just to have one night back on HBCU campus. One night in my freshman year and one night in my senior year. Um, really, really, really crazy times. All right. V is for visitor passes, which I don't even know why people got it because they listen, they were doing their own thing. Lonnie, what the hell is going on? Shut up. I'm his wife, you dumb bitch. Who are you 
calling a dumb bitch? You, you dumb bitch, young bitch, silly bitch, dead bitch. She got the gun, bitch. Not if you gonna bring bitches in here, bring a smart bitch. So visitor passes were messy because the RAs in all the buildings um, when you're a freshman would require at that point would, during the day and night too, would require the ID and it will be bound with the person who is coming to visit you in a rubber band and also a sign in book. So, <laughs> when, <laughs> so when you would go into the different dorms and stuff. Let's say, so there'll be many times where people come to visit somebody and they'd be like, damn, it's one, two, three, four, five. She got five men up there or he got one, two, three. Like, well, what's going on up there? Like, what, what is it? You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people will become heartbroken <laughs> and a lot of entanglements will be ruined because they really thought that they really thought that someone's in college being faithful to them. Listen, college is not a, this is my opinion. College is not a time to be trying to be faithful and have no real, real relationship like that. College is a time to do whatever the hell you want to do. But people will always end up heartbroken and just be crying and all kind of shit. <laughs> a visitor pass is gone wrong. <laughs> all right so that brings us right into our w which is um first for w is walk of shame so walk of shame was when um in the early morning maybe you know when the sun kisses the moon and there is a um a nice red tint um yellow red brown tints of sunlight on your campus You'll see one girl or a few girls or as they make their way from across the other side of campus to their dorm. Sometimes shoes in hand and hair disheveled looking um a certain way. And we begin to call it the walk of shame because it was bound to always happen. You could guarantee and get some good um entertainment by watching it. And the crazy thing about the walk of shame was you would wake up. And you had no intent of like, you know, looking for the walk of shame. It's just that um, you'd wake up and you'd be like, oh, shit. Like for me, my um, my room was my room in Huguenot Suites was right across from the band. But then I also had a window that faced the courtyard and actually all our all our all the windows in our building faced the courtyard. If you lived um, a B, I, all, anyway, all of them fade. There was no way you could get out of the walk of shame, period. But anyway, you'd wake up and you'd be like, okay, ooh, what a lovely day. You look out, you look out the window and you see the walk of shame happening. And um, you realize that um, life comes at you fast, you know? That's all I'm on. And that's all, and that's all I'm going to say on that. But the other W is Waka Flocka Flame. Essential part of college experience. Essential. The era of the Roscoe Dash, Waka Flocka Flame, Travis Porter, like 
that was a time in college. And Travis Porter even came and performed um, at our at the Blackout and on our college campus. And we had Roscoe Dash. You know what I'm saying? And shout out, first of all, shout out to Travis Porter and Roscoe Dash because they paved the way for a lot of the rappers you see today. And it's kind of sad that they weren't able to benefit from from an Instagram, from a serious social media push, because make no mistake about it. Travis Porter, Roscoe Dash. Yeah. Listen, they need to get their flowers. They deserve because um they created so many um integral moments that we had on our campus. And Waka Flocka was essential. Um, And you know what? He served in his purpose, even if he don't make any music no more. He served in his purpose because. That him, along with Gucci, along with so and Wayne and so many different other artists, that was their era. Like they can say they had an HBCU era that is strictly that people you can play a song and I can hear any Waka Gucci, OJ, Travis Porter, and I can immediately be transported back to a time um at my HBCU. So it's um oh wow, just the memories, man. The memories. So um X is for Xerox uh, because who is about to pay these prizes for these books? Listen, won't nothing piss you off like spending $300 on a book when you find that you're going to crack that bitch once. Listen. Try to network. This is, what, this is where networking comes in. Find out whether the teacher even uses the book. You like that at all. And then if you do need to like ask a friend who already bought, it, you know, the people who don't care, you photocopy the information you need and you save that money because you gonna need your little coin, you know, weekly on a campus. Don't blow all your money on books if you can't. Listen, that's a little life hack for you. Listen, photocopy be your best friend. It be your best friend. The, the library will be your best friend. <laughs> it will be your best friend to get through. The tough times and it it got us through some tough times because boy, them books was expensive as hell and I was not spending that money. So photocopy my friend or find it online, my friend. <laughs> All right. The next is yearbook. Long story short, take your yearbook photos, those moments, those memories, you'll appreciate it. Um, Collect them, put them in a safe place so you can go back and just um, and look at the people you went to school with. Look at the different memories you made, the experiences you had. You would definitely appreciate it. Now on to our last Z is zero tolerance for BS. That's one of my favorite things I love at HBCU. It challenges you. It puts you through everything that you um not even ready for, whether it be time management, dealing with good customer service, bad customer service, having things fall out of place, um a class dropping and you didn't even know it, a teacher didn't hear you um say present and then they turn it in and you've been dropped off the roster, all kind of different crazy things that you deal with, running across campus, making sure that documents are in, making sure that you've done everything you need to graduate, meeting with your advisor because they didn't even um tell you what classes you didn't need to take. You taking extra sciences when you didn't even need extra sciences. You gotta stay on their ass and they supposed to be staying on yours. All kind of different things. So many is so layered. And that's why when people say, well, 
you know, I chose to go to a PWI because, you know, I wanted to. Listen, there is nothing that can prepare you more for the real world and interacting with all kinds of people in all facets of life and really being challenged than attending an HBCU. It has bred every leader in every aspect in every way. And um, it's so sad that this year that we can't have a melting pot of of that excellence together um, on the campus just to really enjoy our alma maters um, in the fall like we're used to doing. But we can do it virtually and we can do it at kickbacks and different things um, in different states. But it's nothing like actually being in the stands with the band and with your people, with a good little Driz Nye, um and a Puff Nye, um and your little fit on to um to really just bring in your homecoming season um weekend and end it that way. Um but you know what? Until twenty twenty one, hey, we're gonna make it do what it do. I thank you for listening to this episode of Verbal Exchange. I know it was a little lengthy, but we reminiscing and when you reminiscing it's hard to put a time cap on that. So we were just flowing. Um, I thank you all. Oh, and quick shout out a few episodes ago, we hit 1K. Listen, y'all, I just want to tell you thank you for going on this journey with me. It's hard when you do something, you go alone. You're not really sure how it's going to work out. If people even want to hear what you got to say, like, who, like, who are you? Like, who am I? But I'm just speaking. It's my voice and we exchange ideas and um, we're contemporaries of each other and hitting one over 1000 K um, means the world to me. So I thank you for continuing to be on this ride. Don't forget to follow verbal exchange at verbal exchange POD. That's verbal exchange. No E P O D on Instagram. And you can follow my personal at Xavier Jante. Um, oh, also and shout out to Facebook. We hit over 2000 follow. I mean, sorry, over 200 follows and 200 likes on Facebook. So like, Listen, the exchanger breeding ground, like we're growing, you know, the community is coming together. So um, I'm excited and I'm definitely excited for all the things that are coming in the future. Um, So there's that on that. I wish you the best. I wish you nothing but peace, prosperity, wear your mask, stay safe and don't forget to vote early or in person. All right. Until we talk again. Peace. Yeah.